This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 23, you got some phoenix in my scorpion. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. And I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? Someone's ears must have been burning when we recorded our last episode, because boy, has the darkness of no news become a bright, shining light of the cami. We'll discuss the latest news from FFG, including our spoiler and the organized plays news. As spring is boinging, we are looking forward to new cards. We prognosticate on their impact. And lastly, Scorpion still owns the Toshi Rambo season, and while I might be happy, Tobin seems grumpy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see some uh, diversity and wins there, but yeah. that, mean, is yeah. is. We, that is what it is. You mean you'd like to win once in a while? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as I was telling Doug, I've lost. I, I had an 0-25 record against Scorpion, or something along those lines Ooh. against Scorpion for the last few weeks. But right now, I have a 1-0 record because I won my last match on Jigoku. I dishonored Wait, him out. Don't you mean that Whoa. one in twenty-five? Yeah, well, so it's one and oh. It's one and oh. It's one and oh. My I'm on a winning streak. Still only still only counts as one. Yeah, it still only counts as one. It's amazing what will happen. Sometimes you record a podcast about nothing coming out and no news coming out, and how hard it is to do a podcast with no news coming out. And now we're just bathing in it. I was going to say, so, it's, so, oh, yeah. April sometimes, showers, really? sometimes you randomly um randomly delay by yeah. a week or so and yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, that's ex- come, excellent. You know? So Last week, we got our spoiler from FFG, mm-hmm. and so we have that Inquisitive Ishika. We'll be talking about that. We also learned Gamma took place this week. It's concluding as we speak, or have not concluded already. It's Friday evening. In any, yeah. in any functional sense, it's concluded. It's concluded. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of news came out of there, including uh, Disciples of the Void. We have a release date of April 5th, folks, which is yes. uh, about three weeks as we record. Yeah. Yeah, we which go. is awesome. They also said they also announced on the website that there will be a Disciples of the Void release event that's supposed to take place uh, in the next w- couple weeks after that. Uh, that's intended to be so. And so mm-hmm. Total Escape, his plan there is for April 7th. So we're going to come and ride on in. Unfortunately, on the, on I may not be able to make that one. But oh, we'll see. that's too bad. Yeah. We, um, uh, with Gamma, Gamma Trade running the... Uh, oh, the uh, management at the cafe is currently out of play, so when when they're back, we'll find out what's happening with uh, Void yeah. on our end. So. Excellent, excellent. And so, don't that, forget about the t- the new playmat. Too. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that is such a pretty beautiful playmat. Play and, and we got a copy now. Unfortunately, I didn't bring it up here to show the guys, but it is pretty. And I did post some uh, <laughs> pictures to one of the Facebook groups, or if not both. Yes. So yes. it was very cool. The very Honor cool. Duel two-player game mat. Yep. And Good it, stuff. They had two images. They sold it as one image. That's what I ordered. But quickly, the image changed, and it's slightly different from what was ordered. And we're all good. But it looks gorgeous. It's nice and like a kind of a bone white, mm. kind of a background color, and it's very, very nice. You were saying for people who have encountered the previous incarnation, it's um, similar in scale to the Conquest. Oh, format. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you have the Conquest playmat. It's the same size, it's and a it's a it's this big, beautiful thing that you're like, eh, I don't know if I like it. No, it's cool. <laughs> now, the Conquest one had a lot more going on, right? Rokugan, it's, they've muted. There's a map of Rokugan. It's a little bit more muted. Conquest had a lot of busy yeah. stuff. One of the problems with the Conquest one, it had a lot of busy stuff, so you couldn't really yeah. see the cards. It's a this is not that problem. Different stylistic choice. Exactly. It's always, exactly. always the way. So, uh, but it's it looks wonderful. Um, and I'm excited to get it on camera and play with it and so on and so forth. We're saying we'll have to try and get some shots of top table with it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Now, 
some of you uh, commented on on the Facebook post that there are a lot of conquest sleeves. Yes, <laughs> I have a lot of conquest sleeves. How so many conquest sleeves do you is have? This, is this story going on record? Because the I, rest of us, I, I think we, I think we told this already, but very quickly, when conquest went south with FFG, FFG held a quick sale on their website of a lot of stuff, including conquest sleeves. I ordered one pack of each of those sleeves, and ended up getting one case of each of those sleeves. So instead of getting three hundred sleeves i got three thousand sleeves and so that's why all my l5r cards and basically what i do is i put my dynasty cards in dynasty cards are in warhammer sleeves and the uh dynasty or the conflict cards are in kind of more just solid color sleeves but that's the explanation for that so if anyone wants conquest (laughs) sleeves yeah (laughs) email tobin and i got charged i got charged for six packs I got charged like with shipping. It was like twenty-eight bucks, and I got thirty-three thousand. I already sold uh, <laughs> a, a large share of them to someone who was like, "Yes, give me some of those." Apparently, there was somebody who bought three or four packs of each and got three or four cases of each, and mm-hmm. so he got three times what I got. So it was a, that's why I don't have to buy sleeves again. So all those conversations <laughs> about sleeves online, I just. Scroll right past. <laughs> That's wasted money. To my, me. my my question is: Space Marine or Imperial? Gun? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> chaos, chaos. Scorpion gets chaos. That's oh, there you go. Nice. Because <laughs> they are, they are chaos. <laughs> Anyhow, on to other other news. So we have the Honor Dual Playmat. We have Disciples of Void coming out on April fifth, and Disciples of Void release events coming to your store soon. And by the way, the flip card that the full bleed Kiyoden Nisawa. Stronghold with I thought it was awesome. They put support of Phoenix on the other side because you're either playing one or the other, mm-hmm. and the support of Phoenix full blade art has a Fushisho, and it's really it's a, it's cool. A Phoenix. Yep. Oh yeah, and oh, then yeah. Path of Man was one of the spoiled cards that came yes. out as, as a result of that. Yes. So again, all this great news. Go to FFG's website to see some of those images. See some and of those I'm cards. Still abso- it's amazing. I know I've said this before. I'm still absolutely in love with the art for this game. Yeah, it just. I'm glad that they're really just keeping that high bar on the art. That's so good. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, no, the direction, the, the quite apart from any of the amount of the artist bit, the direction as a whole is excellent. The maybe one of the more interesting things that came out of Gamma was that Organized Play, FFG Organized Play, announced Elemental Championships. Mm-hmm. They were teased at Gamma. There weren't a lot of details. They they have a slide up that you can find those that slide on Reddit. You can find it on Facebook. It seems to be along the lines of kind of a regional thing because stores apply for it and you have to meet a certain threshold. So it's kind of like, and you're, you're awarded it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it seems like more of kind of a regional decision-making I mean, process for the yeah. other games instead of the store championship one where you just apply and get it as long as you have your 40 bucks or whatever it is. And there's significant store support. So that's really exciting. The I think the application for that opens up in early April. So stores will be moving to do that in early April. If you have a friendly local game store, go in, let them know that you're interested in having that event mm-hmm. hosted by them. And on a, on a flip side, there is going to be a limited number of these. So check around in your area and see yeah, who's going to end yeah. up hosting one. If we're right, let's assuming for sake of conversation that it's a, like kind of a regional scale thing, regionals. Uh, for Netrunner in its heyday had 25, 28 across the country. Mm-hmm. So you might have something along those lines. Now, you have your Cotes, mm-hmm. right, which are bigger events. Yeah, totally. But you so have these elemental championships, and they could be um, happening in the midsummer, I would guess, before Gen Con. 
So they could be part of the Kote. They would be part of the Toshi Ranbo season. Yeah. So the roles would it wouldn't cross over seasons. Yeah. Okay. So, so then junior. you would have the regionals happen yeah. and or these elemental championships, and they might have. It might be twenty twenty five of them across the country. Yeah, I think I think fifteen twenty seems to be the number I'm I'm personally feeling there. That seems okay. about right. But I mean that's right. totally speculation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just based on what we've seen. Yeah. So. And then uh, the one other piece of news was that we know the next cycle will be re- will be announced within two weeks of Disciples of Void being released. So in the, in the upper, in the early part of April, mm-hmm. first half of April. Looking, looking forward to that. That should yeah. be fun. No, so definitely. here's the interesting part of that. So that was a Q&A. I think it was Andrew Navarro who was answering the questions. Mm-hmm. And Steve Horvath was in the background. Zach Rayburn was in the background. Steve Horvath's head of organized play, head mm-hmm. of a lot of things at FFG. Mm-hmm. Zach Rayburn is head of OP. So Andrew Navarro answered on the release schedule. He said something to the effect of three to four months is when we typically, every three to four months is when we start a cycle mm. or start a product. So that implies to me that, the, that it might be three or four months. Steve then came up and said something to the effect in, in follow-up questions and answers. Steve said, we will have that announcement within two weeks of Disciples being released, and it will have a schedule of release. Mm-hmm. It will have be a a fixed release schedule. You will know when you're getting the cards. And that statement alone, that piece, triggered something in me, which is I, I bet you it's a 6 and 6. Or a 6 oh, and 12. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. right. Some, or maybe it's, well, it doesn't have to be. Well, yeah. but, but I'll give you 10, 10 good bucks. Well, okay, I'll bet 10 bucks. I'm not going to bet 20. But I'll <laughs> bet 10 bucks that it's a 6 and 6 or a 6 and 12. Well, but you know, even with the, the standard LCG release schedule, though, if you know when the first pack lands, you can tell when the, the other five are going to land. True enough, but they they've never turned around until basically. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out a limb and I'll I'll correct me correct me if I'm wrong here. But barring the six and six, they have never turned around and said these packs will hit at essentially these points. That's true. They've said yeah. they've gone they've gone. It's roughly a month, or they've basically not said anything, and it's turned out to be <laughs> yeah. roughly a month. And there've yeah. definitely been gaps and weirdness. Right. So right. so if they are going to turn around and say more than just a more than a simple the cycle starts on this. I mean, they don't even normally say the cycle starts on this date. Right, they right. They don't do that. The, they say they it's coming up. That. We'll release it. So. Yeah, when it, when it comes out, it comes out. So for Horvath to make that solid a statement, it will be very interesting to what they say. I did hear you mention the 6 in 12. After having seen how the 6 in 6 went and the large dry gap we got, I'm hoping they're more inclined towards that. I think it's still sensible to be uh, fast, yeah, faster than the months. And it could be 6 and 16 or, yeah, you, know. you know, every two to three weeks instead of every week. Right. Well, something com- compressed, not... Yeah. The the four to six weeks that we yeah. have I've gotten used to with other yeah. but not but not as crazy compact as the six was with a large dry spell. Yeah. Well, it also it, it seems to make a a compressed release schedule also seems to make a little bit more sense because it seems like we're not going to be getting deluxes with L five R. We're getting clan packs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. And they can always yep, change yep, that, yep, right? Yep, yep. They, there could be a deluxe someday, but it seems like we're going to get clan packs. So because those are smaller packs, you know, once you get. If you've played other LCGs, Game of Thrones or Netrunner, when you pick up that box of, of the deluxe, you know that's a that's a that's a chunk of cards to go through, and there's lots of options in that. So with the with there being you know fewer cards, fewer options in a clan pack, I mean it's half the size of a deluxe, right? Mm-hmm. That you know maybe it makes more sense to compress the release schedule a little bit just to keep the flow of cards more regular yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah and because in, in in those deluxe expansions it's been 55 cards 
And the Netrunner ones, at least. That's what I yeah. can speak to. And Conquest uh, as well. Yeah. And the, the Game of Thrones ones are also that, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, basically it seems, until we hear about a second clan pack, we can't, like, definitely settle on this, but um, it seems to me that the deluxe system is simply getting broken down into each deluxe was for two clans equivalents. It pretty much picked out, in most of the other games, it would pick out two factions and say, right, we're covering you. Oh, well, right, right, well, right. It's got a lot of ground to cover yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. there is a lot of sense well, to being smaller. Well, that's not true of Game of Thrones, though. For Game of Thrones 2, they're doing single factions in no, the deluxes. Yes, true enough. That's the, that's the most recent um, break on that. But prior the, that, that, that's, the, that's the format. So they're releasing 50-plus cards for one yeah, for one clan, but yeah. with so, you know, like the trickling of other uh, other clans' cards. And yeah, if any yeah. of you guys get a chance, have a talk to the Game of Thrones um, community about how uh, disturbing that has been. Yeah, Lannister. <laughs> that's yeah. what I keep hearing. Oh my! Oh, word. <laughs> Lannister <laughs> box hitting was horrifying. The Lannister box was it did tilt the meta a lot. Okay, yeah. right. and it's reasonable to say that part of that is because it's fifty odd cards for one bloody faction. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. Not barring so, the secondaries. And, that, and, and they've actually had to speed up the the releases of the other faction packs for you know, for like Martell and other and other factions. Mm-hmm. Sort of to, to to make up for that a little bit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting okay. to see as well, because I think we touched on this before, but interesting to see how much that happens with Disciples of the Void, because obviously it com- the Void comes with a, and you can just kind of play Phoenix, right, in your faction, yeah. right. So does will will that help any? Will that mitigate that we have a clan back and no one else does? Right, and th- and that goes segues well to our next segment, which is talking about our spoilers, right, oh, and then geez. what well, impact I, we think these cards and cards in Disciples will have on the meta. Before we get to that, though, okay. I, I would like to make a little comment on that. So at our Wednesday Night League this week, uh, I was discussing with a couple of our friends, Jake and, and uh, Sam, uh, about the, the upcoming clan pack. And uh, I, have, I, I feel like it has a very good op- possibility of tilting the current meta. Right now we've got a very scorpion-heavy, scorpion-dominant sort of metagame. I think with Phoenix, with Disciples of the Void coming out, we could see a shift to a Phoenix dominance, depending on what cards are in there, how they play out. You know, it, it could oh, yeah, yeah. it could unseat Scorpion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to disagree with you on that. So, and I and I do th- and I do think we're going to see a lot of X allied with Phoenix coming out too. So I, I, that's I think a, a good thing that's that's coming up. Mm-hmm. That, that's good news for it. So yeah, th- there is a chance of it, you know, t- turning the meta on its head. Right. But I think it's more likely to just you know shift it so that it's. More of a phoenix heavy rather than a scorpion heavy. Yeah, well, and, and as as um, just to reiterate, what I was saying as well. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how much of it becomes phoenix jump up in power, and how much of it becomes people the the meta as a, as a whole becomes more phoenix, like spread across more factions with the with the the role. It it could be something where you dragon ally phoenix or something unseats mm-hmm. scorpion. Yeah, exactly. Or and or maybe it could be scorpion ally phoenix gets even stronger. <laughs> Who knows? Right. And I can't argue with you. I think Phoenix will be stronger because more play- people will play them. Mm. I think the new stronghold and the, oh, the yeah. recycling of spells yeah, I mean, will be a monumental. Huge, Recur- right? Recursion is never a weak yeah. thing. Recursion of like against the waves, oh. you know, you can oh. uh, bow or unbow people. Yeah. So some of the control that Miramoto's Fury gives you, yeah. that for shame gives people, is countered by against the waves. Now you have still have to spend the fate for it, right? And you're yeah, not but that still could be gross. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And what is and Phoenix's current role is seeker, keeper of water. I, I was suspicious keeper because I know a lot. We had a lot of seekers, so someone had to end up with those. So. so they are right in there now. I'm thinking that because the seeker roles give you that extra fate when those are revealed, and keeper roles. I mean, I'm playing with keeper initiates in crab, and I'm playing with keeper initiates in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and to give that up. 
you got to go pretty strong on Support of Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And there's some really good cards in there. Yeah, but woo, you got to go strong. Mm-hmm. So giving up three free characters possibly, you know, as, as up to, mm-hmm. now it becomes problematic because you got to win the ring. So there's a condition there. Seeker, you get those two fate, and then that's it. Very rarely does the province get turned back over and revealed again. But those are big mechanics to give up for the support. So while I could see Phoenix being the big dog, right, and there's been a lot of talk about that mm-hmm. and the possibilities of that, yeah. I don't know if the support will lend itself to seeing a lot of Phoenix. I think people will play with it because they're, they're, yeah. they want to play the game. They want to experience yeah. new things. Well, new new toys. Know? Easy, yeah, way, easy way to grab new toys, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Something just occurred to me. And I, I'm, I'm probably just brain farting on this. Has OP said whether or not the support role is uh, OP legal? Yes, it is. You either use your assigned clan role, no role, or supports. As of now, as of now at least. Cool. Yeah. I just didn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a so, fairly tight sub <laughs> clause to pick up on. Yeah, and so on to our spoiler. If you haven't seen it, been posted in various places, I will actually, I haven't added it to our website, but I will be adding it to our website. It's a Phoenix card. It's a three-cost character, two military, two political, Inquisitive Ashika, two glory, Shugenja, Void. So another in the Shugenja army that Phoenix are so prevalent with. (laughs) It says, during a conflict, each card that has a trait that matches an element of the contested ring has its cost to play reduced by one. So this applies to spell uh, during the cards. Mm -hmm. So if you're going, if you go in with a a Kaede, who with water and... Uh, void, void and water cards cost mm. one less for yeah. both you and your opponent. Yeah. Characters, events. But if you have this character in your, <laughs> if you you've built your deck around this character and around having those spells in your possession, your opponent may or may not have cards of that element. Mm. But she, you could play some really amazing cards for very little price. Yeah, I mean three, three for a a good a solid strap line right down the middle. And an ability that's going to refund you something if you're taking the down thing. Yep. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, absolutely. And she has, like like many other Phoenix, two glory. It seems like two glory is the default Phoenix glory level. It doesn't doesn't get lower. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of trouble keeping them honored. I, I, I'm still learning to get my Phoenix feet. Um, <laughs> it's a bit tough, I w- will admit. Oh, after playing crab and not worrying about... Like, what? I don't have to worry about glory. Well, uh, zero, one, whatever. Phoenix does take a different mindset. But yeah. And then two other cards that were spoiled, which is Hida Amoro. From, they were spoiled by the Wardens of the Midwest website. Hida Amoro is a three-cost crab character. He has four military dash political. Uh, one glory. He's a bushu, bushi. He's a berserker. Crisis breaker. Woohoo! Yeah, crisis mm-hmm. breaker. Triggers him. And forced reaction, after a player passes on declaring a conflict, that player must sacrifice a character he or she controls unlimited. This is another yeah. global effect. So if you pass, you got to sack somebody. Ooh, welcome yeah. welcome to the new favorite target of Cloud the Mind in many, many deck builds. <laughs> like you. You can't argue with that. Yeah, that's a horrible thing. I'm, I'm actually half wondering if um, you don't take that Cloud the Mind in Crab for just those moments of, oh, I need to pass. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> crab. Except, well, except crab only has like one Shugenja. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. true enough. They only yeah. have the one Shugenja. Sad, steadfast Witch Hunter. Yep. And then uh, Mia Mystic if you want to pull a Mia into your crab. But there, there's a card on your side oh, if and, you're not careful. Oh, and Ayuchi Wayfinder, which Unicorn is a good crab splash. So Yeah. Saying that there's a card, if, if you're not careful on your side as crab, that you could definitely paint yourself into a corner with. Yeah, but there's like, Iron Oh, Mind that's Hida. Oh, shoot. <laughs> 
there's there's Iron Mind, so you can save them, mm, mm. right? You can keep them in play. Oh, sack! Oh, go, no, Iron Mind goes away. Woohoo! Oh. I I like him. I oh, like yeah. him a lot. He's yeah. cool. Oh, he's going in my crab deck. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. For three, 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 three of yeah, three yeah. for any stat at four for starters, let alone the ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That ability is just. Oh, that's awesome. It wipes the board. Oh, right? yeah. And you, you combine that with the intimidating Hida. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you pass, you lose an honor. Like, oh, like, man. Come at me. <laughs> the, yeah, the come at me, bro. You got it. Yeah, well you got to come, you gotta come <laughs> at me, bro, or you're losing one in a character. It's not come at me, bro. It's come at my bros. And then, as we mentioned earlier, the Disciples of the Void release event, there's an alternate art or full bleed art. We're not sure because I don't know. I I haven't seen the. I'm guessing the card full itself. bleed, yeah. yeah, because that's what's been going on with L5R so far. Yep. It's all been yep. full bleed. Yeah. Yep. So this is the Path of Man, which is a Kehoe, a philosophy. It's a zero cost event. Reaction after you win a conflict by five or more skill, you gain two fate. Now I'm going to cut in on this one sharply. Sure. As soon as this popped up, the big prevalent thing I saw was, "Oh, cool, great! It's a win more card." Okay. We have fallen in battle from the core set. Fallen in battle is a good definition of a win more. I win a military by a whole lot. I get to take a guy out, which means I can win some more battles next time. Cool. I disagree that that's a win more card. That's a, if I win by five, I pay back the fate I probably used to win this battle. Part of the fate yeah. I used to win this battle. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Assuming, assuming you've done fairly well. Basically, I'm thinking average good character hit from hand is about two fate. So if I hit from two fate and know I'm going to get a decent win and I can crank it up, I can almost I can guarantee a refund. How often are you win- winning by five or more where you haven't spent at least three fate? Well, that's fine. Even you still getting the yeah you getting the refund back and also the style the the, pl- the the small board big hand style play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're generally making big attacks on nothings. Right. I throw a guy down. I right. crank him to five to break. I covert that guy. I slam to five. And by the way, I just paid for the character. Right. That's right. storming. No, no. And and this is easier to pull off than falling in battle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Falling in battle is military one. Military conflict. Mm-hmm. Falling in battle cost one. Yeah. And it require, it. requires you get to kill a participating character. Yeah, it requires a, car- it requires a target. Yeah. 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 Right. No, I looked at that card and went, I can see why that's four. Yeah. And yeah. I might it's, still take the roll for it. It's the first. <laughs> it, that's the, that's oh, the note oh, I have here. Yeah. It, four uh, influence. Yeah. Four Influence. Yes, That's our first it, one. Th- this this card alone could make it worthwhile taking support of the Phoenix. Yeah, like, and, holy cow. And, and it really isn't for Phoenix. It really isn't hard to actually get to five above because True. people, you, if you have an one honored character, for goodness sake, it might be an eight com- coming in. Mm-hmm. But right? and they just want to block to save this up from an honor. Well, there's the other funny bit as well. It doesn't quite play out if you delve into here, but the deck I'm currently running, um, if people saw the. The non-main, the non-top table one, or the non-winning one from uh, Cork, was the uh, Goblin Rocket, which is the uh, Goblin with Legion of One, Goblin Sneak, yeah, 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 steals yeah, yeah. a fate. Yeah, yeah. Now you win by five and more all the damn time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> those things plow in. Back. Yeah. Those things plow in the stuff. Now obviously you'd have to have something else to crank the Goblin with because Legion of One is the Lion card. But oh, but still, holy cow, this card could make the the big hand Scorpion deck worse. It. it it's a fair trade, is though, is you are going out into Phoenix that you don't necessarily want to go into. But it right. could be, it certainly could make that playstyle basically more reliable. Yeah. Which is a, not a bad thing for it to have because, uh, you know, in, it, and there, there's going to be other things in the pack and combined oh, with stuff that we have already that, that could make a that build stronger. Yogo, Yogo says no, it's on its way. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. and, and the, uh, the Scorpion, isn't it 
it's a conflict character. It's that's a, a three cost. That's the one I'm referring it's two, to. Two, two. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah. it cancels the spell. Shinobi, which is put into play and cancels the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For God's sake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cancel the effects <laughs> of the spell. Insane. Wow. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, though, that character is probably going into Scorpion Crab. Mm, probably. Reprieves all the way. Because you put it into play. You put it into play without paying its cost. You can't put fate on it. So you. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha, gotcha. 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 Rock gotcha. solid. I was thinking you were using it to get rid of the reprieve. I'm like, I don't oh, think no, no. that works. No, 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 no. People pop big spell. Yogo says no. Free character. Reprieve. Yeah. Yogo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the uh, one of the last spoilers, at least that I've seen, is one that was spoiled by the Sixth Ring podcast. Karmic twist. It's a one cost event. Spell void. Uh, so choose a non-unique character with one or more fate on it. Move each fate from the character to a non-unique character with no fate on it, controlled by the same player. So you're moving fate from one person to another. Mm-hmm. The only way I see this card making play is if you're in a dragon-heavy meta. No. And even then, is, are there, am I missing something? I, okay, so one of the games I had on Wednesday, was it an E-Day Trader? I forget, I forget which card it was, but uh, my opponent, Sam... Brought out it was it was a you know, basically a two cost or I forget which, score, uh, which unicorn card it was but he kept it out the whole game and it was with three attachments on it and it horked me hard. That's a fair one, isn't there? A there's a lion character that doesn't discard himself. So he doesn't care about fate, but it was something else that was gaining fate at the end of its turn. So that could be a good way to like strip the down thing off and stop it. You know. Well, there's steadfast samurai that if you have he's a one cost character. I think mm. he's two two or one one. He if you have five or more honor than him, he doesn't lose fate. Yeah, there you go. So one Karmic discard. Twist is also yeah. great against Crab. Oh, yeah, you just put out Casada with two fate on him, did you? Well, non, non-uniques, to be fair. Oh, non-uniques. Non-uniques. That's where it gets interesting, because it's it's a fun little interaction with meta interaction with assassination. If people are putting out twos and threes, which is mostly where the right. non-unique is going to be, the fate, putting, if they're fating up twos, then they're asking for assassination. But that yeah. trades out to, if they're putting out multiple twos, you can pick which one to shove all the fate on, and then assassinate. So oh wow! It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting. It's an interesting yeah. thing. Is it? Is it? Is it good to play in that thing? Is it not good? Is it more likely to be used by the people attacking your good twos, which leads back a, th- a little bit to the dragon, of course, with really good two cost characters. It doesn't even have to be twos, but you can move it from a tower character. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, is, oh, this yeah. is a solid board character. control card. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll go with that. Interesting. It's like I say, it'd be interesting to see how it interacts with meta decisions like assassination and similar ones to that kind of thing. There's well, you move. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking if you moved all the fate off Niten Ma- oh, Master, no, yeah. you put it on a Niten Adapt or a yeah, precisely. A and that's Niten my point. Warrior, and, then, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. If you're going yeah. to, might as well nuke them anyway, right? At that right, point, they're right, a good right. target. Yeah, no, interesting, interesting. Not yeah, not I, immediately firepower crazy, but really interesting. And it one reduce now. It now it has one cost. So if you're if it's played during a conflict Oy. with Inquisitive Ishika in play, with the void, uh, void, with the void, going the void, you range. know, then you're, it's for free. You, you could also free. play it at the end of the draw phase too, or at the or at the end of the dynasty phase. Uh, sorry, one second. Two carat, two two non signatures, two non uniques. One of them's got one fate on them. Yeah. Take vo- attack void. Use karmic twist. Move one to the other one. Removing one from one you get care about. Okay. Then then trigger the void ring. Take one off the other one. There's oh, lots true. of ways to use this card yeah. to hork your opponent. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be the conclusion we've come to. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> this is going to upset people. There's, so lot, this there's <laughs> a lot of ways to use this card that's going to hork your opponent. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, right, fair okay. enough. That, that is, that is uh, a good summa- summation yeah, of the situation in which summary. we find ourselves. Yeah, and here we go. And there we are. I, <laughs> I have now convinced Tobin of the utility of this card. Maybe this will get him to play Phoenix. 
<laughs> I've been playing Phoenix. I've been playing Phoenix a little bit lately in, in anticipation of Disciples coming out. And I tell you, I went with Lion. I went with Unicorn. I went with Dragon for Let Go and Miramoto's Fury, some of that more of that board control. Mm-hmm. I went with Lion early just to try to keep my honor up. And my, my character's honored. And it just didn't seem to work. <laughs> Have you uh, tried Crane yet? I haven't tried Crane. Not recently. Why, why Crane? Just honored? Uh, <laughs> honoring characters, that sort of thing. It, it well, the way of Crane is an honor. It, it, you can't honor them with way of Crane. Oh, well, that's true. Way of Crane is a way. It seems it's, it just feels like oh, a natural sorry. synergy I get what you're to me. Sorry, it's a secondary. Yeah. It just yeah. seems it just seems like a natural synergy to me to have you know Phoenix ally Crane. There are some good combos Maybe. in there. Yeah. It, it can be a bit like Lion Unicorn. Like uni- Unicorn yeah. Lion is fine because Lion can help the, the Unicorn fill up a few gaps. But Lion Unicorn is like we take a military faction and then we take another. No offense, military slightly weaker military faction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. wait a second, where are we going? Actually, here? <laughs> yeah. lion ally unicorn can be really good. Well, spyglass, yeah, but breakthrough, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, th- and that's and that's what that's where I landed with Phoenix was Phoenix unicorn for spyglass, and you control with Talisman of the Sun because it's a keeper of water roll. Mm, yeah, you control them going to shameful display. You're you're trying to consistently trigger shameful display to honor your people and to dishonor theirs. And to not have shameful display break, right? I mean, what, what an odd little world we're in where unicorn is one of the common choices for consistency. That's yeah, it, it's, it's an odd that, and that's the yeah. weird part that th- that's the weird part that they play right now, right? That's yeah. who I'm allying <laughs> with in my crab deck right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. I said, the, the two the two things you mentioned, Braver and Spyglass, are both darn good reasons to. Yeah. So, so and I, and I've played some really crazy Phoenix games. There's there's been a couple where I'm playing low draw, and I just bid one, and they bid five, and they assassinate somebody. First turn, and all of a sudden they're at three honor, and I go in with air and fire and win, and like they're they're conceding turn two, beginning of turn two because they're at one honor. It's insane. That, okay, that's that is not. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find the right words for this because <laughs> I don't want to really insult somebody. But ow. Uh, but that seems like a very suboptimal play to. Do an assassination right after you've been taken down to, to that seven. little honor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and, and it's seven or six, and they assassinate somebody. And you, you, the Earth Scholar. So the two cost uh, scholar who, which when you the water ring is claimed, you can honor a scholar character. She gets assassinated a lot. Mm-hmm. The uh, Suko diplomat gets assassinated a lot. Mm-hmm. The solemn scholar who can tap to can bow somebody if you control the Earth Ring, he gets assassinated a lot. So there's a lot of assassinate. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I can't have you do that. Get away! This and you're like, oh wait, I'm at two honor. Oh crap! This is gonna be the next <laughs> one of our opening and word plays here, isn't it? Well, well, so what happened to what's his face? Assassinated. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen Thingy from the barracks assassinated. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's. What I also realized was that... And then Carl already has a script for Shepanato <laughs> in his brain. <laughs> it was that nice librarian from the, the assassinated. He's going to go home tonight and write up a Shepanato. <laughs> oh but that's the line that... That's the the edge that Phoenix can uh, are living on, right? They're trying to find the balance because they're pacifists. The lore right. says we're, we're pacifists, we avoid conflict, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So they're looking for board control. Pacifism is one of their cards. Mm-hmm. And... But at the same time, they're they have their glory. They have the high glory characters that they can just Mack truck. It's a they can be a Mack yeah. Truck. You can get Sukune on the board and wreck face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, 
Admittedly, Sukune <laughs> is the the we were talking about Hito Mamoto being a prime target for Cloud the Mind. No, oh, no, did. Sukune yeah. is Sukune is by far like it's so frustrating. I'm like, okay, first turn, I got Sukune, fine, I can survive a turn and trigger some rings, and I'm I'm gonna be in Fat City. Wait, Cloud then, the Mind, what? Yeah, <laughs> Cloud the Mind. Oh, last conflict phase, Cloud the Mind. All if, my plans are if, now dead. If you want to talk about um, frustrating situations, and on both sides of the table, to be fair, um, let's start with the I don't play against crab a whole lot. There's not a whole ton of crab at the at the cafe, and um, uh, we sat down to for a casual night on Tuesday. And um, ended up playing, testing out the Goblin Rocket deck against a Crab deck. And like I say, don't run into them much, don't deal with them much. And he's like, turn, <laughs> turn one, turn one, Casada. I'm like, well, okay, this is the right kind of deck to handle that, but ow. Okay. Yeah. So Casada comes up, he does his stuff. Um, I start a conflict with him, he's throwing Casada forward, and I do some inconsequential thing, and then Fate Worse Than Death. So strip one of the fates off, dishonor him, get him home, bow him, all that very stuff. And he's right, like, right, right, right. My opponent's like, ow. Like, yep, that's, that really sucks. Yep. Then the rest of the game, I remembered that I don't play against Crab very much. And Quesada screwed me every damn time. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, no. He's a tough that one. Because that's what he does. <laughs> it's a but tough nut to, to crack. It, 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 was, um, it was payback for the fate worse than death. It was payback for no. the, hol- hol- <laughs> the, holiday, the holiday weekend in the Ubilette. That's what he was, he was paying me back now, for. Now, I, I love a first turn Quesada. When I'm playing crab, <laughs> uh, but that has also the, on Wednesday night that actually screwed me uh, because I got my my opening flip after the mulligan was two copies of Hida Kasada, two copies of Kaiyu Shuichi. Oh, that's not. <laughs> and I was going first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not. Good. My opponent won the flip and said, "I'm going second. Yeah. So yeah. I had seven fate to try and get out a four coster and a five coster. Yeah. Yeah. Or discard copies which the sitting there going, that could be at least one of a fate. Yeah, and so, that's when you that's when yeah. you look when I have something like that happen, that's when I look at this what they're on, the provinces they're on, and I say, All right, which one is the one that's gonna survive? Yeah, uh, which one of these will break? See, let's yeah. see here, let's see here. And I in if that were the case, I would probably go it, unless I was playing Lion that has more characters than anybody else, I'd probably go with Shiuchi to, for the covert. I did. I so I saw the Shuichi and I saw the Kasada and I thought okay, and I saw like a uh, an Iron Mine and something else I didn't really want at the time so I thought okay I'll, I'll mulligan the Iron Mine mm-hmm. and other thing, mm-hmm. and maybe I can get one of these two out. Then I pull a Shuichi and a Kasada. Oh, and it's like yeah. oh, I've yeah. just lost this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that interesting point, isn't it? That when if you get too many copies of a certain Dynasty character, they're vulnerable all of a sudden. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Number number three mm-hmm. of me is on the bottom of the deck. Have fun. Yeah. And, you know, and after like the game was over, we, my opponent uh, uh, Jake and I were discussing. I'm like, yeah, we, I lost that in the first turn. He's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> just, rough. Occasionally, just occasionally. There, there was no coming back from that one. Yeah. Ouchies. And it's it just reinforces how important that mulligan is and sometimes you get kaiushiuchi and one if i have got kaiushiuchi and a holding and other people i probably mulligan other people i keep mm-hmm. kaiushiuchi and mm-hmm. the, and the holding I just to, yeah. to use him he's because yeah, yeah. he's powerful yeah. he can get by people yeah. he can get your fate back i should have kept the shuichi and and mulligan the casada also with the other cards Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah buy that's that. true. Yeah. Yeah. For, I mean, you re- you rarely want single big clan open turn clan leader. It's always going to lead to trouble. You know, it's actually from uh, when you're playing crab, a, a first turn Casada is a solid play. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's but, a very yeah. solid play mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he helps you throughout the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you've, you got reprise, playing, you've got reprieves, you've got iron mines, you've got out, you, yeah. he's once Ka- once Casada is out, he is out for the game. 
Yeah, unless, unless something weird happens. Unless there's worse than Tess. Yeah. Well, still, still, they still got to call him back. I mean, as, as before, one of his, his second-term mulligan was, second-term flop was another Casada. So I'm like, Ooh, oh, there we go, back yeah, and it goes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the and the Casada being dishonored is not as bad uh, with, as it I is I really with don't care things. if you barely dishonor Casada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, barely yeah. matters at all. Yeah. So that leads to the next piece, which is Paris Cote. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, we have another Scorpion victory. Mm-hmm. Now, it was very strange. Some strange things were afoot at the Circle K in Paris. Yes, I made that reference. <laughs> so there were strange things afoot at the Circle K All in right. Paris. You, you went the there. The first day, the, one eight, the day 1A, uh, with I think about 140, 150 people, had no Scorpions make day two. The, the internet might have melted that that night, right? <laughs> oh, what is happening? Oh, all the reality that I thought was there is melting. Anyhow, second day, the day 1B, uh, saw 240, 250 people, had seven scorpions make day two. Mm. Uh, and they once again took the trophy. It's just been amazing. I, I We were teasing earlier. Mm-hmm. I have an 0 and 25 record, right? Or 1 and 25. Yep. On a one game win streak. It's it's frustrating to play that deck. You um, can't really I understand have a why people I understand why people <laughs> Yes, you can. One game does not a streak make. <laughs> <laughs> but it's frustrating to play the deck cuz I haven't figured out how. It really sucks. Mm. Really there, sucks. There's a lot of people who haven't yeah. figured yeah, yeah, yeah. out how. There were the, the the answer seems to be somewhere in Crane. Crab was doing. Mm. Crab did well. Crane did well. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix did okay. Scorpion obviously won, but beating a crab player, I think. Well, we had wow. this discussion with yourself. You know, we we've all talked about this at various points, and we've been discussing the sudden perceived dominance. You know, I think part of the problem is that the Scorpion are in that weird tech space where planning to take them on massively weakens you against so much. You know, the kind of things that would be helpful to fight them in particular, in very particular factions, leave those factions vulnerable to everybody else. So right. that weird spot of silver bullets. Right. Silver bullets don't do it because they leave you wide open. Well, you know? and it, there is no other clan that has such wide and easy access to control in all three yeah. phases of the game, which are characters, attachments, and events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, in, in theory, between Miramoto's Fury and A Fate Worse Than Death, you have two cards that are controlling characters. You have... Calling in favors, censure, hell, voice of honor. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like there's mm-hmm. there's event control. Uh, for uh, sorry, not calling in favors. Forge edict, forge mm-hmm. edict, and censure control events. And then you, if you're splashing dragon, which tends to be a sp- popular splash, it's not everywhere, but a mm-hmm. popular splash. You have let go and calling in favors to control attachments. You have since you have possibly you know six cards in each of those phases to control each of those three phases of the game, it's just control dominance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah there is no two ways about you it. Know? Yeah. Um, so, and, score, and Dragon is a very popular splash. Mm-hmm. It's not the only splash, but there, but it is a popular one. Clearly and I can't argue with it. It's it's yeah. tremendously effective. Yeah. Well, yeah. Saying, and the big thing <laughs> being that the, the, the clearly at the high levels of play, that's being utilized to its full extent over and over again. It's, it's easy to use in any tournament. It's effective against enough of the meta. The, the top-end players can use it in a way where another top-end player can't counter it well. That basically is where we hit the problem. If you're in that situation in the meta where a good player is going, not only are these tools good, but no one has good as good enough answers to them, and they're easy enough, they're effective enough for me to use in a powerful manner to go, and I just win, then yeah, we're we're in a place where they're 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 too dominant. A bit of a follow-on to that, you know, a corollary is that 
this is a the, this you know big hand small board deck is something that anybody can pick it up and be good with. Mm-hmm. To to a degree, you you, pl- you yeah. pick it up, you play it a few times. I would I would flip it around. I think it's more that um, certainly as a newer player, um, it's like some of the um, high end play styles we see in Netrunner, where a new player as, uh, thinks they know the game. You know, you look at they look at look at the fairly standard ways of playing. You know, here's my here's my um, dudes here. I fight your dudes with my dudes. You know, I break your provinces, etc. We had we we face off. We have conflicts where we have to match strength, everything like that. Right. And this goes, yeah, no, no, that's not happening. I've just decided I'm playing the game a different way. And part definitely for the new newer newer and you know, blunt bit less less skilled players. And I count myself count myself in somewhere on that scale. I go, uh, I don't know what to do about this. You know, and that would be that would be okay if it wasn't for also the fact that top ends are going, yeah, we don't quite know what to do with this either. This is still gaining a a meaningful percentile benefit. It's yeah, a part of it, 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 yeah. yeah, it's it's not the easiest because it goes if if you've played the game if you've played the game without that deck, mm-hmm. right? If you haven't seen that deck yet and you're playing it normally, your impulse is to okay, a conflict here, a conflict there, a conflict here. Like maybe I declare two in a turn, yay, I'm lucky, I get two wins. But you know, one and a half conflicts are declared by you each turn, probably on average. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, I've, I've, I've gotten the feel for the game. I've played a dozen games. I'm good. Now I'm going to try this dominating, dominating Scorpion deck. Let's pull this in. And you go, wait, I'm supposed to pass after playing one character, and I have three characters in play, and I have, I'm supposed to bid five? And you may, so yeah. there's all these things that you've learned over those first dozen games that you then have to suppress to some extent yeah. or completely alter to play that deck efficiently. And that's why... It's taken me a while, but man, alive! I, yeah. it's it's hard to play against. I mean, I'll, I'll well, it's hard to play against, but if but you're it's the also person hard playing it. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that's the thing. I'll put this in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Part part of the reason when um I've been I've been I had a quieter time for the last couple of weeks leading up to the open of the Battle of the Stronghold season. I hadn't played a whole lot, and Tobin and myself ran into each other, and Tobin's like, you know, so what 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 are they going to do about the Scorpion stuff? I'm like, I'm like, sorry. He's like, you know, the Scorpion doing crazy good, they're doing all these things, they perceive the dominant, and honestly, most of that message hadn't got through to me quite as strongly. And my response was when I when I boiled down a thought about myself was I played that deck. That deck's kind of tough to play. I've done good with it, but not as good as I have with any other deck. And bluntly, that's because I wasn't skillful enough to utilize it. The best players have turned it into a lethal weapon, an utterly vicious winning all winning. Yeah, I would say in, in terms yeah. of in terms well, of kind of autopilot decks, like a dragon deck is more autopilot than. Sure. This, okay. This if, if you're starting from ground zero, mm. but the deck has been out there long enough, there's enough people talking about it, knowing how to play it, that you can just go on Reddit, go on Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. read a, read a couple of oh. you know examples of play. Yeah, no, no, no. It's and I'm not arguing with that. You can read that, but then yeah. when you get to sitting down in the game, you're like, I'm supposed to do like the conversation yeah. you and I had. You and I talked, and that's I think in that that same conversation, you said, okay, this is what you do to beat me, mm-hmm. right? We said, don't declare conflicts for a while, like, like. Get me to yank my stuff out on the attacks. Get me to play my stuff mm-hmm. on the attacks. For example, yeah. don't get me. Yeah. So you gave me some strategies. I've tried those. I tried those in in wholehearted like passion. I'm gonna go with what Carl says. <laughs> I still got my butt kicked, but it was really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So then I started. Then I went a little bit. I didn't go f- as far. And I started like, okay, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do the other thing. And that's where I eked out my win today. Now I got a perfect draw. The, the one draw I got, I had uh, the Imperial Palace on Defend the Wall. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. I will trade over towards you there, that uh, was the draw. Doug, quite solidly. One big thing about the optimized versions of that deck is it's near impossible to pull a bad hand. 
there was so much stuff in that in the in the conflict deck that is stupendously good. Yeah, that you rarely and, and it doesn't really it rarely re- it basically doesn't rely on combos. From what I've it doesn't seen, doesn't rely on synergy. So you you pull your conflict hand and more than any other deck with even with the version I built, which was not optimized. That's I would what I'm go, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say with that, cool. Because you have fury, fate yeah. and death. You'll pull something. Attachment. You know, you will character oh, look! I've got yeah. the answer for that. Oh, look! I've yeah. got the answer. Yeah, for that. and you'll yeah. find one of them. No, I'll, I'll buy you on that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, but and, I, and since yeah. you're not playing a lot of characters, you, you can pick and choose when you want to try and go for stronghold breaks or things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, to go for province breaks. It, it yeah, there there are some decisions to make. I mean, this is mm-hmm. this no matter what deck you're playing in this game, it's not an easy game to play. Yeah, totally so. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true. So, but amongst all the decks that are out there. I don't think that I don't know if we're ever going to get to you know a total autopilot sort of deck, mm-hmm. but I would say that this the, the 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 big hand small board sort of deck. So as the archetype, is as the archetype, yes, I'll buy you on that. Yeah, the archetype of I just pass, I hold my stuff because I was I was just just thinking that just now that um, one big advantage that deck has for any player is you see more of the board. You see your opponent's mm-hmm. characters. Okay. He has cards yeah. in hand. That's he has two fate. It. You have eight fate. A handful of characters, and you know what might be coming up. Yeah, right, yeah. no, I can definitely buy that. Yeah, Cote results what are, are what they are, mm-hmm. right? People are voting for for these things, and and people are winning. So, what are the long term and short term ramifications of this win? I think short term, everybody goes, "How do you beat Scorpion?" I mean, and yeah. at least in the competitive scene, people are challenged by it. Maybe they're like me. I. I I've gone back and forth. I t- dip my toe into the competitive scene, but then I fall back. I think I'm becoming more and more a casual player mm-hmm. as this mm-hmm. podcast yeah. and as uh, my time not doing things affects L5R. Mm-hmm. I've become less of a competitor and more of a member of the community, as it were. Yeah, but you're <laughs> still playing about one Gintek, or Jigoku game a, a day. Yeah, almost. one to two. Put you yeah. on the higher play rate, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, so, but, true. But yeah, and I'm on spring break this week, so... But I on the reverse, it's fair to say, you're not exactly doing a, um, a action film montage level of build-up of your oh, skills yeah, 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 the whole yeah, time, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I can no, buy that no. too. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, so what are the long-term, short-term ramifications? I mean, I, th- I think you've hit part of the point there. I think the competitive players, certainly since um, Cork, were definitely like, well, crap, how do we beat Scorpion? I think now the message has really made its way down to ground level, which is everybody from the ground casual up going, holy crap, how do we beat Scorpion? And then you know? let's beat Scorpion. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. So there's so the crab crane build that I've been playing. That's pretty effective. Mm-hmm. It is. It has the best chances, but it still doesn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. Long, uh, short term, yeah, it's, it's, you know, Scorpion is even more so everybody's favorite clan to hate on. Right, you know, yeah. and they always sort of have been, <laughs> you know, just because of who they are well, throughout yeah. the history of, yeah. of L five R. But this this dominance that they have makes them just that much easier to hate. Right. So I, I and it's gonna be fatigue. Basically, you're gonna sit down at your league night. Oh, you're a new player. You just come here for the first lead, and I don't want to make you, you know, uncomfortable or anything. But you brought that deck, didn't you? <laughs> then uh, worry about the reverse way around. You're a new guy. Hi, yeah. here's my Scorpion yeah. deck. Oh God, this is not going to be a good first opening, is it? If you want <laughs> yeah. players to come back, don't play, play Scorpion. Them no. with the Scorpion yeah, deck on the first. When night. the regulars of the cafe says, "I call out to Mike again," which is like, Mike, you should try Scorpion. He says, "I'm sorry, I can't keep apologizing the whole time," <laughs> yeah. and he has a point. Well, and know. I think short-term effect, at least community-wise, and and for the game, you have. People invariably, even if it's a casual player who might have uh, an ear on the competitive scene, says, you know, this is a great game, but right now Scorpion is dominating. 
Well, yeah. and so there's a there's this shadow, there's this dark side yeah. to the game that's getting out into people and maybe preventing people from. I have to bring in the, the tie into up. last episode also. Yeah, restricted list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there were some. If there were definitely some scorp cards on there, weren't there? If <laughs> if the. Policy debate, fate if worse than we, death. Yeah. If we favors, see a restricted list yeah. soon, it'll be because of something like this. If if it can t- if Cote's continue to be you know heavily one sided Scorpion, yeah, know, that Ooh. that could that could you know force FFG to bring out a, a restricted list sooner rather than later. I right. mean, take it a step right. further. I mean, if we I, or I a list, I haven't run numbers on it, but if the percentages are meaningful enough, then maybe they should. I mean, we've. That's why we ask people, well, the right? Paris it's still, it still feels too early. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it feels way but early. I, I don't know. I mean, early early on in LCG, in my LCG life, I would agree with you. With I think I might have been fairly heavily spoiled by Netrunner, for example, and people going, no, let's respond. Let's respond. We can always change our mind. We can switch things back. We don't know. If they, if they're, if if Is L5R going to be the kind of game where every three months there'll be an errata and restricted list? I hope not. True enough, but that can help still. It that can, be, it can it, be a good thing, so... It, yeah, depe- you know, it, it yeah. really depends on, on on what happens. You know, we've got Cote's coming up, we've mm-hmm. got Gen Con coming up. Yeah. So you know, the 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 season's not over yet. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, I'm putting a lot of hope on the <laughs> the Disciples of the Void pack. Right, right, right. Come right, on, right. Phoenix, you can do this. Is what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I think I think Phoenix will be fun. I I don't know that it's. I mean, I'm I hoping it'll be heavily we don't competitive. Know what, the, what the cards are, right? We we haven't seen all the things. We mm. know there's a lot of control. We know there's a lot of fun. I think as a casual, competitive player, I'm really looking forward to this pack. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, I, but yeah. I'm hoping that it takes the scorpions down a notch. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. give you I'll give you one point from that as well. Certainly before we got the most part of the imperial cycle really rocking in, um, Phoenix was the one against which I played the most. Could win pretty reliably but was definitely the hardest slog until we got until Scorpion got some of its really big that guns that was true with the Kiku Matsuri yeah, oh, yeah, right, I I yeah. yeah. It, yeah. you could win it but it was not easy so yeah maybe a, maybe a clan pack will push them back over the edge again and, mm-hmm. and get. And if that's the case they, they become the new bogeyman I'm not saying the Scorpion stuff is un, unwarranted but they well, become the new target you know, well so given now they, the Phoenix would have to come up a long ways to to do Scorpion, I mean, yes, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that there'll be a new boogeyman. I don't know that Phoenix yeah. will arise that clearly over where Scorpion is. It depends on what's in the up. pack. Yeah, yeah. but it depends, depends on what we haven't seen so far. They don't need to. They need enough power against Scorpion. They could become weaker against everyone else, but good against Scorpion. They'd still do the kind of switch we'd be talking about there. You know, become the one to take on because they're winning again in competitive play. People are play what wins. So yeah, it would it would take a. a Three Cote wins in a row? Three yeah. Cotes? Yeah. yeah so it would the, take a lot for the Phoenix to, to own that, right? Yeah. True, but if, if they were if they take Scorpion down a peg and force Scorpion players to change their game, yeah. it, 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 it could it, it doesn't yeah. have it has the possibility of just destroying that one specific deck. Yeah. Well right. like you say there, that that basically is a is a whole mess of knock on effects. If they pull Scorpion down in the meta, then something else has to rise. They don't necessarily have to be the one to rise themselves, but then they change by the nature of a meta game, whatever else is playing. So yeah. you know, yeah, that could that's the kind of shake up we want, right? We want balance. We don't we don't we don't want to pull down Scorpion unless it's doing too well. I don't we ever want, want I don't want to, I don't want this game to just be who is the top clan this season? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one, no we're one not. Does. We're not. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think everybody agrees with you. Doug. From, from part do. of from part of the winning clan. No, we don't want. We definitely right, do want, don't right. want that. You know. Now the long term effects of this and this to some extent lends itself to support of a restricted list, which I'm still probably not. A, probably I'm not in a support of that. Mm-hmm. Probably. 
I think all three of us at this table are with the seventy percent that say it's not not yet time. That's I think that's still mm-hmm. you know, okay. Fair. Yeah, and and I'm I would the only caveat I would go to that is I'm not firmly in that camp. I'm in the camp, but I'm I'm on the edge. So right. you can't decide which clad you want to play. You can't decide which uh, uh, yeah, side of this debate you come yeah. up. When he's he's hang, holding out for Shadowlands. It's fine. I like, I you're like you're just like you just like sitting on fences, don't I you? I do. I yeah. do. They're so pretty and white. I will and say this. S- and have like little wooden things that get <laughs> stuck in your skin. Uh, I don't that know wasn't what I was going to say, but that's okay. Far with that, <laughs> that wasn't that was not what I was going to say. But I, I will say this. Um, after the results of this most recent Cote, I am a lot less firmly in the we don't need a list right now. Um, I would say I'm definitely I'm much more firmly towards now a I could see it happening. Now, yeah. th- th- there's there's one other piece that I failed to mention. Imperial Advisor just released an article um, in which they talked to the winner of the Paris Cote. And they also posted the to the best of their ability, the clan versus clan results, hmm. and Scorpion was winning fifty percent plus against everybody. That's rough. Uh, That's rough. Crane was doing well, uh, the Dragon was doing well, but Scorpion won more than half their games against everybody else. And that's the yeah, and it was it, to back that to juxtapose that with the Cork Cote. You're looking at like wow, that's that's not that's just not a healthy environment. What was the top sixteen representation on Scorpion? Do we know? I don't know. Okay, I'm just curious to that because that's a good. Anything a good, I would say would be wrong. Measure. Yeah, fair so. enough. But it's a good measure to look at. I'll have to go and dig those numbers out. But yeah, as as to to support that there, yeah, I could see something being done. I don't know what, but I could see. So something what is being it? Done what is the thing that what what card in Disciples could come out that could you see that and go, okay, that screws Scorpion. Karmic twist could be useful against it, depending. Yeah, to the degree. Yeah, to the degree. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah. you take take the fade off an unassuming your Jimbo, put it on a black blacklist. No, whatever. Yeah, something uh, whatever you're going to do. A, 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 black a liar. Artist. Yeah, black male artist. Actually, or a you put it on the uh, adaptive. Adaptive uh, shadows. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting called back, are you? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, a, that that's a awesome. nice dick move, isn't that it? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, for example, um, we'll. Maybe part of it might be if we take like Fate Worse Than Death as an example. One of the nastiest bits of Fate Worse Than Death is the bowed character. So if we're reusing spells and they're shoot. Oh right, okay. For example, okay. Know? So there's right. one. There's one thought. May not even be a spoiled card. Just some good utility. Okay. You know? Hida Amoro. Oh. oh Hida Amoro. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know a lot of a lot of the, that big hand small de- uh, small board. Uh, requires passing on conflicts. Yeah, and done at the right time after they've got a character down, forcing forcing their hand to be like, and now I have to do the second one, or I have to not do a conflict. I not have a, not put a character down for mm-hmm. a conflict that I would have done because I'll lose him to him because I'm not going to do the second one. Yeah, that definitely messes so, up. That so plan. so you drop Kachiko yeah. on the table, your opponent drops Hida Amoro, and you pass you know you pass on a conflict. Now you have to you have to sacrifice that Kachiko. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. If, if if you throw her in for the first political charge, like you're going to, you win that. Great, she's home bowed. He attacks in. This charges with, charges in heat. Yeah, yeah. charges in yeah. forces you in the next one to be like, oh, I now can't declare, and I spent everything on Kachiko, and I lose her. Yeah, no, that's that's okay. That's got all right, legs. so there, got there's all right, all right. So th- there is possibilities. In okay. There. Yeah, I, mean, I stand th- a bit convinced. Yeah, I would say because of how tightly woven the conflict phase stuff is for that deck how much like you have to get things to work that it wouldn't take much to upset it enough to pull it down some so i'm interested to see just how much he does all right all right so we'll wait and see what the disciples of the void tell us about what exactly is happening in the void and if it can 
pull any of those Scorpion Clan members into the void so that they might go into the void. Sorry. How many times back? can Tobin say <laughs> void? No, no. Sorry, all I can hear is now, and let's not, now let's go to our man in the field, the Shugenja in the void. Shugenja, what's it like down there? It's cold and dark. <laughs> And well, void. we did, we did, we did spoil it. Inquisitive <laughs> Isha, she's a void Shugenja, right? Uh, all right. So, um, as previously mentioned, uh, Total Escapes League started on Wednesdays, and so if you're in the area, come on by, and we're going to run that into May. We also announced and have scheduled our Disciples of the Void release event on mm-hmm. April seventh. And then uh, one last shout out to the L Fiverr podcast is running their Seven Thunders tournament, which is largely a European tournament because they're running on European schedules. But because I've played at all hours of the day, because <laughs> I have that kind of flexibility in my time, I know that there are a lot of folks who have that flexibility as well. And L Fiverr is running their Seven Thunders tournament on Jikoku. Uh, registration is now open. And play starts on April 2nd, right before Disciples drops. So if you're interested, uh, there well, is a registration link in the show notes. Because nice. they, had to, they had to maximize disruption to their tournament, didn't they? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, if you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com via Twitter at Art of Warcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. And lastly, Scorpion. Scorpion. Scorpion is what I'm going for there. Scorpions? It's the Yorkshire Scorpion group, lad. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, Scorpion. Hold on. Sorry, yeah, I laughed at that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And lastly, Scorpion still owned the Tashi Rome. Damn it. Ah. (laughs) And lastly, Scorpion told. It's happened. Toshi Rambo. Thank you. Toshi Rambo? Toshi Rambo. Toshi Rambo. That's what was getting me. I knew I was going to get it wrong.